Okay, and welcome to Rise Tribe podcast. We have the most beautiful guest with us today, Marg Bell. Hi, Marg. How are you, darling? Hello. I'm really, really well. Thank you. Oh, fabulous. Right. Let me tell you, let, I'm going to read a little bit of uh, Marg's bio. Uh, for all the women out there, you're going to absolutely love this, especially women of 40 plus. And for guys that are listening, do you know what? If you've got a lady in your life, this will be really helpful for you to help understand what is going on within the hormones of, of us women. We are we are very special beings. So Margaret is not only just your ordinary, sorry, Margaret is not just your ordinary hormonal health expert. She's a trailblazer in women's health, an anti-diet coach, love that, and a published author dedicated to empowering women on their health journey. Her unique approach zones in on women's cycles, hormonal balance, food freedom, stress reduction, and gut health. She specializes in women's hormonal health, employing cycle tracking to boost confidence, communication and energy, how you eat and employing certain foods to elevate your hormonal health. We will leave it there. Wowzers. I mean, this is such a hot topic these days, hormonal health for women, isn't it? So anyway, we've got Sam here. So Sam, do you want to come and say hello? Yeah, I do. Thanks, Kirst. That was such an awesome intro. That sounded great. Marg, thank you so much for being here with us. Um, I just want to say how excited I am because we just had a brief chat before going going live on this. And um, this, I'm right in this. I've just had some new bits and pieces come up in the last couple of months. And I'm I'm super excited to hear more. Um, I'm really interested to hear about your, your take on nutrition as well, because I follow a certain nutrition, which yeah. I feel is quite free once you get to grips with it. But mm. um, the food freedom bit, I was like, oh, that's intriguing. So I'm super excited about that. And gut health, because I've struggled and suffered with gut issues since my teens which are now resolved pretty much so but it's just really interesting to hear more so thank you so so much and uh, yeah I can't wait to hear all about you absolutely so Amarg I think I think the pretty obvious question really is how how did you fall into this this area of mm. I love that no no diet is that what you call it uh no diet gut health hormonal um you know focus how was that like a process you came to or what What was it that got you here? Well, let me take you back. Let's go back. <laughs> Story time. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm crikey. I'm 49 now, so we're talking that I was 14. I don't want to know how many years ago that was. Thank you. Not but, it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, at the age of 14, I was bullied at school which led on to me experiencing anorexia. Um, at 15 and a half, when I was 15 and a half, my mum was diagnosed with lupus, which is an autoimmune condition. And that had the effect of snapping me out of the anorexia, as it were. The doctor, well, one of her doctors at the time said there was a chance that it could be passed on down the female side of the family. Oh, wow. So that kind of just switched me on to understanding, okay, autoimmune, this is something to do with the immune system. Mm. Now, we're talking pre-internet at this point, so I had to go to the library, and I can remember the very first book that I looked at regarding the immune system was was written in nineteen eighty five. 
So I think times have moved on, thank God. Um, in my 20s, my dad passed away with cancer around the stomach region. Um, he, crikey, was, he went into A&E and like two weeks later, unfortunately, he passed away. And that just kind of reinforced wanting to know more about the immune system, which eventually transgressed into learning about gut health. Through my dad passing, I experienced binge eating. Mm -hmm. Literally, I just felt lost without him. Didn't know where to turn. It just felt like it was filling a hole, shall we say. Yeah. I moved down to Liverpool um, about a year or so later after my dad's passing. Um, stayed, well, I'm still in Merseyside now, to be quite honest with you. Um, Stayed with that partner for a number of years. 40 hit um, and got divorced from that partner, um, fell into depression and lost my director's job at the time. All through this time, I was still studying gut health, still studying the immune system, which had brought in the hormonal health a little at that point. Um, I was seen a counsellor for quite some time because I as I said I lost my job, uh got divorced, moved out of the marital home, lots of things to deal with. And about eight or so months later, she basically said, You've got a choice, go down the same route, stay in where I was at the time, which was high big large scale events management, or go down choose something that's really going to ignite your passion and as I, as I had experienced uh, eating, eating disorders I felt that I want to help women and teens I guess to understand and see if I could help in any kind of way so I trained as an anti-diet coach to start off with which was about a year a year long course and then once you once you've trained, you obviously have to then start coaching people, which I did start doing. I got qualifications within gut health. Never really had the confidence to take it any further than that. Um, COVID hit, and unfortunately, my mum passed away in May twenty twenty. And that was the point where I just said, you know what, it's now or never. Um, I launched launched my business, it would have been about a month or so afterwards, got qualifications within um, naturopathy and culinary medicine as well. And I guess that it's all now come together where I am doing one-to-one -one sessions but I'm also doing um corporate training working at retreats as well which is something I absolutely adore um where I either give master classes and I do gut health catering as well all based around gut health and hormonal health the food and yeah that's that's it kind of in a nutshell to be quite honest with you so it's been a bit of a cliche thing to say a bit of a journey but we've all we all goes down those 
down those paths for a reason, I guess, and very good reason. I'm, in a way, very happy that all those paths led me to where I am. Wow. Thank you for sharing, Marg. And I'm just sorry to hear about your, your mom and your dad. And yeah, they're with you in spirit. Oh, always. You know that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and it's 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 interesting, isn't it? Because um, and Sam can probably relate to, you know, to parts of your story, you know, like you having, you know, the, that relationship with food through your anorexia and then your binge eating, which you know, has kind of opened up that pathway, for, you know, to go down so that you can then reach down and, and help other people that have been in the same boat. Because how, you know, I couldn't help somebody in that situation because I've not had, you know, those, those, um, that relationship with food. So whereas you can, you know, so it's that, that cliche that Tony Robbins always talks about life is happening for you and not to you. Yeah. So, um, Sam, do you want to sort of add on to that? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, Mark, thank you so much for sharing so openly. That was that was lovely. I've got little truth bumps all over. And um, and just, it's so beautiful to hear, like, as you're telling your story, you can just see all the stepping stones quite clearly to how you've, you've got to where you are now. And, and I also had some time of anorexia um, and binge eating as well. And I've just sat here like, oh, wow, <laughs> this is just incredible who we get to speak to. And um, just, and also what you said about not having the confidence to share, I think it's all divine timing. And I think everything just pushes us and, and kind of makes us move into our path at whatever point is the right point and this is the right point for you. So I'm just really excited for what you've got to, bring to the world and for women that you can connect with because mm. it's just so misunderstood all of this oh. stuff I, I really do think it is and um but I love how you said and you know probably loves the wrong word you know like finding out about your mom, your mom's autoimmune and how yeah. that could have been passed on you know at such a young age yeah. you know you 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 took the bull by the horns for once of a better word and went right I'm gonna go research this that's such a mature thing to do for a 15-year-old, you know, to go, right, I'm going to look into this. I'm going to find out about this. And and then it's like the dots, you know, everything sort of started opening Incredible. up. What I just want to, yeah, I just want to add to that. It's like, that's, that's an unusual thing. Not everyone at such a young age would go, hang on a minute. I know I certainly didn't. I went off the rails to escape everything. Whereas it, it feels like you're actually, were able to hone in at that point. And develop yeah. all of this over a meandering um, a time. It's lovely. Yeah, I definitely a bit of a geek, I'd say. <laughs> I think it serves you very well. <laughs> it, it's paid off, hasn't it? So, <laughs> so yeah. So, Mark, t tell us about sort of because I mean, you you can't switch the TV on or get onto Instagram or mm. somewhere without hormonal health coming up you know like perimenopause menopause it is just such a hot topic right now and actually myself and Sam were just talking about I mean like we're we're both sort of in our mid 40s shall we call it and uh you know like we were just talking about how we can feel our you know our body changing like the the muscle density is now starting to to fall by the wayside and you know like things are happening in, in our legs it's like what what's going on so you know you want to sort of 
share a little bit about hormonal health and what's going on for women and, and how we can navigate this time? Because I'm pretty much oblivious to all this. You know, this is, <laughs> I'm like, okay, educate me. Okay, so, so I, I feel this, um, we are seeing a lot more symptoms when it comes to perimenopause and menopause than ever before. Why is and that? I, my personal take on this is the way that we're living as women yeah. is extremely fast-paced. It, mm. it has gone beyond fast-paced as far as I'm concerned to, to a next level. Yes, I think our, our wonderful mothers set us up for great things and saying you can have it all, but it has got to the point now and probably when they was you know when they were younger as well that we're expected to do it all which really does have a detrimental effect on our hormones in such a way that and I don't know whether you've looked into this at all but cortisol is literally running through our systems full blast all the time and if that is running through your system all the time, that has such a huge effect on estrogen, testosterone, and progesterone. Mm -hmm. More so with progesterone, literally because that is the common hormone. And cortisol and progesterone just do not get on. <laughs> yeah. And it's progesterone that keeps estrogen under check. So if that's out of whack, your estrogen creeps up. Mm. I'm just writing notes here, by the way. <laughs> so am I. Like, sorry, the interview is too, too engrossed in, in what you're saying. <laughs> keep, keep their interview <laughs> skills going. <laughs> so the first... Start getting your notepad out. Sorry, go on. Sorry, so the man. first thing I'd say for women to really understand is that in trying to do everything you're doing yourself a huge disservice mm. and I know we all say self-care take care yourself relax but putting this into perspective you either start relaxing or you lose these hormones even more so and if you're losing these hormones even more so believe me that has such a huge knock-on effect that people are now find well, researchers are now finding out that women are very much more susceptible to Alzheimer's. This is literally because the hormones that we are losing lead to us being more susceptible to Alzheimer's. So if you want to keep Alzheimer's at bay, start relaxing, ladies. <laughs> I love this. So... It's really interesting for me. Before I left the UK, so I've been in Mexico two years actually, um, two and a half. I was, I feel, I was getting what might be deemed as perimenopausal symptoms, perimenopause symptoms, um, with hot flushes and mood swings that I've never experienced before, like the rage that came up and like I, could, I wanted to get in the freaking freezer, like those sorts of things. Quite standard, but I was like, right, okay, this is definitely happening. I came to Mexico radically changed my lifestyle within three to four months they just those symptoms disappeared mm -hmm. my nutrition changed my 
schedule changed, my thinking changed, I went deep into self-love and all those sorts of things. Not everyone can do that. Not everyone can just disappear off to Mexico and, and radically change their lifestyle. But it just made it really obvious to me that actually lifestyle changes and nutrition are kind of key with this. But now it's like, how do we help women in standard lifestyles to achieve that? So, yeah, it's just just super interesting. And the fact that you're talking in the same language is is really gives me hope that this is getting more and more out there and we can help more people. Absolutely. Um, I mean, it, it with both hormonal health and gut health, people think that the first thing you need to look at is at, is at food. Yes, that is a huge thing. But if you do not address stress, yeah. then whatever you do is going to be an absolute waste of time. Agreed. So, Marg, what sort of calming, de-stressing activities, things to do, would you recommend to your clients? Just to give some people some ideas. Because they may have some ideas, yeah. you know, going for a yeah. walk and stuff yeah. like that. What's, Very what's... first thing, dive, dive, breathing from the diaphragm. There's so much scientific Absolutely. research behind this now that I don't think every person that I work with, every person I speak to, I ask them just to observe the breath just for a minute. And like, virtually all the time it's coming from the chest. Yeah, yeah. If it's coming from the chest, that's a stress response straight away. So breathing from the diaphragm first absolute first thing to do and just start checking in with yourself as often as you possibly possibly can how we're breathing mm. because there's a there's actually i think a study being done quite recently when people open the emails the chest breathing starts coming in so just notice your, your working day when is this happening when can i just take a few more deeper breaths to calm this down because we're, the way we are these days is that the fight and flight is dominating your rest and digest the whole time. Yeah. Good idea would be to like maybe set an alarm once, you know, each hour, exactly. you know, to just go, okay, you know, remind yourself of, because when you are in the storm of stress and deadlines, yeah. everything, you know, everything goes, everything goes out the window. Got something that's going to bring you back to breath. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just that, that trigger for you. Yeah. Absolutely. It's something so simple, isn't it, that we can, we, we've got at our disposal at any time. And, you know, yeah, it's not like we need to go and do something extra. It, it's within no. us. We're but already doing it. Yeah. We're all, yeah. We're all doing, doing it. it. We're all doing it. Not but properly. Definitely not. And I think I... I see the eyes rolling as if someone tells me, do a breathing exercise. Oh, for God's sake, really? <laughs> no, you don't need to do a specific breathing exercise because it might not be the right breathing exercise for you. Just tune into your breath and just slow it down and breathe from your diaphragm. Mm. That's really lovely. Because I think we're, I mean, I'm, I'm a Pilates teacher, yoga teacher, and I do breath work. 
but sometimes if you're in a really busy life, you know, you have, you're not going to go, oh, uh, square breath, four point breathing, uh, <laughs> eight, two, eight, two, like, oh, so just take a breath, just yeah. three breaths, actually. And, and hand on heart maybe is very helpful just to center. Mm -hmm. Just, yeah, breath is just so beautiful, actually. But just simplifying this for people. Yeah. Mm. It's key. It's um, I'm, I'm working in school at the moment and, um, you know, like some kids come into the classroom and they're, they're just feeling totally overwhelmed. So I just take them outside and I'm like, right, just stop. And I said, right, put your hand on your belly. I said, I want you to blow that up and breathe. Because we're not, it's ridiculous, isn't it? You know, we're, we're not taught any of how to breathe. So, you know, like kids are walking around breathing from the chest, you know. And so if we could just sort of instill that, you know, at a young age, you know, then when we get to you know the older the older years and you know like when life hits mm -hmm. it's it's already a mechanism that we we instinctively know how to you know that we're breathing properly and solve so many issues for everybody wouldn't it so um yeah it's definitely something that I've been sort of bringing in to to the kids and actually just I've got a fitness lesson coming up for for some kiddies so I'm going to sit down get them sitting down and just breathing properly from you know right at the start so yeah thank you just gave me an idea there <laughs> some Wim Hof with them. yeah yeah can you imagine but, so um, Mark so breath is the first thing that you would yeah. suggest mm -hmm. where where do you, do you have like a little like a a five points what what are your top five points just oh, yeah. to get started or or anything yeah like that? absolutely um as well uh, the rate at what we eat has a lot to do with our health if we are constantly rushing around the whole time guaranteed we're eating at such a quick pace that it's it's really not going to do us any benefit at all so what I'd say to people is again check in with yourself am I feeling stressed at the moment before you eat because that brings in the gut health element of it if you're eating under stress that food's not going to get anywhere around the body stays in the stomach turns to fat you're not going to get any benefit or nutrients going around the body stop am I feeling stressed breathe because they, they do say when when you stress you hold it around i mean is everybody the same you hold it around your middle so is that why because you're eating and your body's in in such high alert that it's not able to um distribute the nutrients where it's needed to so it just stores it, it stays in your stomach yeah absolutely i mean obviously it'll, it will eventually take that and change it into fat for storage that is what our body does when we're under constant stress because it feels that it just needs to survive and mm. how our body survives is it stores fat to use as glucose later yeah, yeah. that's a lovely sciencey way of explaining that thank you because i work with energy more like I believe if we're in a certain state that energy is going into the food and then it's not it's it's changing it energetically but that's really lovely is that it's then will be stored as fat cells rather than going off and doing what it's meant to do 
I just mm -hmm. it's so good to have different points of view on all of these things to give to people because everyone receives information in a different way. So thank you for that. That's lovely. Yeah. So we've got breath work, sort of mindful eating, would you say then? Mm -hmm. I'd definitely say that. Yeah, absolutely. Um just taking that little bit of time to to slow down when you eat um as well start noticing how you're actually feeling around your cycle and what i mean by that obviously there's times when we are naturally more low on energy more naturally full of energy more naturally wanting to probably hit someone <laughs> and more naturally want to stay in our own space so mm. there's definite times within the cycle that that actually happens start tuning into that so you can start then understanding where your different hormones are throughout the month we all start with hormones low. Estrogen then creeps up, which is then met with a little bit of progesterone and testosterone. And that is when we're feeling our best. The week, the week, normally about the week before your period, that's when progesterone comes in. That is when we should be more feeling calmer, but that's when you want to hibernate. So mm. start tuning into all those different Many people call them phases. I call them either my Wonder Woman phase or my Captain America phase or my Poison Ivy phase. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> what Wonder Woman phase? Yeah. <laughs> what were the others? Uh, Captain America. <laughs> Brilliant. <I don't> <laughs> and Poison Ivy, all lovely Marvel characters. <laughs> Oh my god, that's super funny. That's a brilliant way to look at it. And it's interesting. And very helpful for the men. I know, absolutely. <laughs> feeling very Wonder Woman today. Mm. <laughs> Good. One of our guests a couple of uh, a couple of guests ago, um, Alice, she came on and was talking about, you know, cyclical living and living by your, you know, like working and living by your cycle you know so knowing when you're in that high energy that's your time you know like you say your wonder woman time to you know get shit done mm -hmm. and then yeah like when you're falling out of that and into you know maybe the next the next the next character the next Marvel <laughs> character, you know the, the hibernating time so yeah. and and you know that's not how us women in society you know can work because like you say it's it's a it's it's about being it all and matching the men and outworking the men so that we're proving ourselves and but we're it, not meant it's to a bit of a pickle really isn't it a hot mess that's a good <laughs> yeah. way of putting it and totally <laughs> ignoring that cycle and overriding it and it's nature at the end of the day and we we really have to start listening to to our bodies, to the natural way of being. Because when you come out of that, that's when you're out of alignment, yeah. out of sync. Sorry, Sam. Yeah, that's when we've got all of these symptoms that we know we used to have, right? Because everyone is powering through Monday through Saturday. I mean, yeah. 
lucky if you get take a one day off a week yeah. every day it's like what when do, when do we listen to our bodies and and come into that natural cycle so but it's so difficult for women and with their families and and the way society is at the moment so any of these little nuggets that we can give just to help soften that and and just knowing i i've loved this i've really started to go into the whole cyclical cycle and started to plan my diary around it and if I feel like I'm in a hyper focus I'm like everything stops I'm not doing anything other than hyper focusing I've got lots to do let's get it done in this week then I can chill out next week and <laughs> sloth or hibernate or whatever it is I want to do so I've really been doing that and then now my cycle's starting to not be regular um and I'm not feeling bad about it or anything like that but it's just made me go damn I was just getting to grips <laughs> <laughs> with how it's going and now it's like I've had three this month like ah what do I do <laughs> so it's, what, so what, do? what does that mean that Sam's sort of having three periods in one month I mean what's what would you say is happening there um obviously hormones are are starting to come down for because I presume you well you will be in perimenopause phase and it's a completely natural thing for hormones to start so. actually mm. coming it is a completely natural thing what i would say um christmas new year can put us out of kilter a bit literally because we we do run around a bit before christmas and christmas itself can be a little bit stressful so don't be surprised if January and February your periods are a little bit out of sync. Yeah. You have I had mean, quite a stressful time though, Sam, over these last couple of months, haven't you? Stressful, the standard Christmas stress. I moved from uh, one side of Mexico to the other <laughs> and had a transition. So actually, yeah, I, I, that's really interesting. But also the last year, I, I moved to Thailand. I was there for three months. I had quite a lot going on, but I've noticed that they used to be like spot on, know the day, three days, done, no issues, nothing, like bang, bang, bang. It was lovely. And then I started skipping a month. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then and then they've just started to not be quite on time some months. And and then this, and it's just, and so I'm kind of seeing the pattern change quite that is regularly different rather than just being a regular pattern mm -hmm. and I'm not worried about any of it and I'm very thankful that my lifestyle is such that I didn't go mad at Christmas I didn't drink loads of booze and I didn't eat loads of stuff because I know I'd be in a right old pickle if I had um but just how to sort of navigate not knowing when it's arriving yeah it's really interesting and I'm really really interested in, in what foods can we introduce mm -hmm. to help and what is it that's dropping it, am I losing estrogen is that why my muscle tone is different or like so what is the sort of sciencey stuff behind it to help my brain make so, sense of it what's it yet if if it's muscle that you're wanting to keep hold of um, it's the Captain America phase, which is, let's see if I can remember, you're talking probably around about a day, around about 11 to 15 to 16 of your cycle. When basically the time where you're feeling your best, that's when testosterone comes in to say hello. 
And it's because when testosterone comes in, that is when you can build more muscle. Then I'm not now I'm not saying don't do weights at any other time, but that is the time to probably up your weights a little bit more. That's really cool. Oh my goodness. Cause I thought it would just be by let's start lifting weights. There's not <laughs> actually a science to when for you. That's incredible. That's really I get bored with the last thing I want to do is lift weights every day. So if yeah. I know that I can have a window where I can go way mad. Absolutely. Yes. So this is just going to be a QA. and a I'm sorry. I've got so many <laughs> <laughs> um, That was so, getting our questions answered. Everybody, I hope you're getting value from this, by the way. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, they absolutely will. I'm sure many people go, well, yeah. everyone's going to go. The same question as we have. <laughs> When it comes so, when it comes to food, sorry to go back um yeah, no, to your earlier question. So there's different, definitely different phases where it's beneficial to eat different foods. From the first day of your breed to around about day 10 to 11, this is when your estrogen is more in play and estrogen doesn't get on with insulin. So that might get on with what? insulin. Okay. So this is the time where it's more beneficial to keep your glucose a little bit lower. Um, so I'm not right. I wouldn't suggest keto because I never suggest a, a, com a complete diet, but just have in mind sure. to keep the carbs a little bit lower. Eat more fibrous food eat more fats and eat more protein interesting this is what so interesting so do, i food i food combine but that so food combining for me is i don't mix certain things and i um it's low carb but not not no carb at mm -hmm. all and if i'm eating carbs i eat a lot of them and i really enjoy it but um but having this to know when in your cycle to adjust it is lovely so estrogen no not happy so reduce glucose okay yeah and that's day one to 11 yeah brilliant okay when, when all your hormones come in together i call that a little bit of um that is when you want to take the benefit of your hormones and have them boosting up but be aware that you know you don't want estrogen to kind of take over the whole party mm. so what I'd suggest around that time is a little bit more of a kind of hormone feasting. So bring in things like um, a little bit of sweet potato, um, more fibrous veg, more cruciferous veg, literally so you're keeping your gut health there, but you're also cleansing the liver as well because estrogen is broken down in the liver so the more healthy your liver is the more easy it is to break down any kind of excess estrogen so do you think that would be a good time to do a bit more cleansing then a bit more detoxing type by thing all, by all means yeah because mm -hmm. the estrogen is actually okay to clear that from that's so all three and what days That's are those? Amazing. 11 to what, Marg, would you say? Um, 
obviously it's different to everyone. It's probably around yeah. about a five to six day window. Right. When everything, you know, those five or six days when you're feeling absolutely amazing. Mm. life is just wonderful and then bam it all goes yeah <laughs> <laughs> Lisa I've had those five to six days <laughs> and so would you suggest then in that that little window of not having foods that up your estrogen because it's already you want to more you want to more create um better oh, I'm not saying better gut health but you want to create and uh pathways that you can actually manage the estrogen because you want testosterone you want the testosterone to come in there naturally and if if anyone is estrogen dominant testosterone will never ever shine and that's lovely to say that we want testosterone to shine because i feel like it gets a bit bashed yeah it does but it's, it's it's needed it's an important thing mm-hmm. how would you know if your testosterone is low or not active or however you if within that five day window you're not feeling at your best let's just say you're feeling anxious you're feeling tired you're feeling low that could be a sign so interesting mm. but the way to deal with that is to detox release the excess estrogen to allow the test your natural testosterone to come through and be yeah. in balance yeah okay because some people be like oh let's just let's up the testosterone yeah <laughs> okay that well that's just taking a pill to fix it or whatever so this is finding yeah, a way I mean, to I'm, I'm never a person to say you know if if you want to go down the road of hrt or whatever that is entirely up to yourself absolutely i'd never i'd never stop anyone doing that but this is a way that you can naturally help yourself it's amazing and it's giving people the option because i don't think it's always been there it's not it's just not been given as an option so and i do know women that that have taken hrt and it's really helped and that's amazing but then there's other women that don't really want to take it and feel that they haven't haven't, there isn't another way so this or can't take it because it sends them slightly doolally and other bits and pieces, right? So really, really interesting. So we've got day one to 11, estrogen lowering the glucose to allow that to do its its magic. Mm -hmm. Then we are helping the testosterone and what's that? The other one? Progesterone. 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 Well, okay, great. That word. So where, where does that sit in all of this, and and what does that, that do is, for us? That is um at in those five days. Yes, it does blip, as in it does come in slightly because obviously all three hormones are coming together. But that really comes into play about a week before you bleed. Okay, so mm-hmm. that's the end of the cycle. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. So that five days, and that's when we're going to be active and we're going to get all our stuff done and just be hyper-focused and all those sorts of lovely things. Yeah. Now, I'm and not then what saying, happens after that? I'm not saying, like, the... Obviously, we're feeling a little bit exhausted the first, I'd probably say, three days that you're on your bleed. After that, things do start getting mm. exceptionally better. Um, After those five days, your hormones do somewhat come down. They so drop, you, right? Yeah, you're back into the way of eating, 
as we started with. So more more foods that are going to be less in glucose. Right. And then the week before you bleed, that is when you need to start upping your glucose because progesterone gets on very well with glucose. It's fascinating. Yeah, it it's just getting it's just pairing, getting the right pairs together, isn't it? And making sure that they're dancing the same tune rather than yeah. You know, so this is so interesting. So, but it's progesterone think, that doesn't like cortisol. So, so take, in that last week is the time to be going he like heavier on the self care, self love. Absolutely. bringing it all in is that a time to sort of just be a bit inward and a bit quiet and a bit gentle yeah that's it that's that's when I do my admin <laughs> yeah. the stuff that I really wouldn't want to do at any other time but I can just plow mm. through it then because it's it's pretty it's monotonous good. but you know it's not stuff that's going to send me not stressed. the energetic yeah no. <laughs> and you can be in your home environment and you can and you can yeah. have all yeah that's super lovely so we've got we've got four phases basically you've and got, then well, so you've got the wonder woman phase which comes in to start off with and then it's that round about four or five to six days before you go into the week before you bleed so there's wonder woman phase captain america which is your whole singing and dancing you're feeling your yeah. best and then the poison ivy. Mm. Brilliant way to, yeah. <laughs> what to I visualize what it. I'm really, yeah, it's really helpful. And but just what I'm really intrigued. I've never heard about this this last phase when. So is it when you're bleeding that you're upping your glucose? No, um, it's the week before. It's the week before. Oh, so day one is the top. Yeah, just got, yeah. got it, got it. So the week, the week before. before. And so would that be like what I would call, well, that's when I want the comfort food. That's when I naturally crave that sort of exactly. thing. Exactly, your body's craving it and there's a blooming good reason that it's craving it. Right, so it's all right, as long as it's the healthier options of those I'd say, cravings. I'd say like, don't be shy with the sweet potatoes. Have some of the usual potatoes as well. More yeah. of you, more of you, starchy stuff yeah that's so good okay amazing and then so is estrogen dropping one of the biggest issues because i've been doing a bit of research on this and i'm seeing things that you need to up your estrogen with foods do you think that's correct or is that not quite right i would say that progesterone needs to have a little bit more of a help so that can manage the estrogen so that more. manages the estrogen. And so what, what helps the progesterone? So to be, what helps the progesterone is being in that calmer way of life the week before, but also, right. but also having more carb, Yes, carb-laden foods, but when I say carb-laden foods, I'm needing slower-releasing carbs. Yeah. And non-processed. Yeah. So um, 
whole whole foods yeah. but the the high starch carbs in yeah. yeah and so then that that's kind of preparing yourself for the week of your period exactly and yeah, that, that's putting you in the best frame so the cramps are less yeah and you're giving your chance with if progesterone's got its chance to shine it is going to make sure that estrogen is coming in much better this is so helpful thank you so much that's just it's given me a little roadmap and it's <laughs> and it's also it really satisfies my my variety um, Fantastic. value like I don't I can't do the same thing every day I don't know how anyone eats like it's too regimented no. I can't bear it but now I know I've got a week of carbs I'm like Woo-hoo. that's so interesting because the way we eat in our house Mondays is this Tuesdays is this because we haven't got the capacity to think of different meals yeah working and all that sort of the kids so this is going to actually make me start thinking a little bit outside the box instead of Tuesday is this because I mean and so many families that I know do exactly the same Monday is you know so it's it's just a bit of a wake up to go okay and I need to move this my nutrition around to suit me and the the rest Mm -hmm. of the family can I mean how how does eating like that um affect the males in the house <laughs> it's it's the same as what I mean I love that laugh that was I'm like I can't wait because <laughs> no, 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 no. I ain't making loads of deals no sorry yeah how does that how does I get what you're saying because work for men I get what you're saying because this is an area I have also gone into with uh let's just say men over 40 now getting a bit more of a punch and yeah definitely the moves coming in i'll be honest with you i feel that this has come on from a lot of the processed food a, a lot of that has xenoestrogens in it and i don't know how much you know about xenoestrogens but literally they are they're chemical estrogens basically that we're ingesting and that is going to have a huge effect, no matter whether you're male or female. But if it's happening within a male, that means that the estrogen is creeping up and it's having a huge effect on the tos- testosterone. So that's mm-hmm. dropping off. So more whole foods, more fibre, they're going to be in a hell of a much better situation. Yeah, that's fabulous. So, so really the message is... Get rid of the processed food, whatever processed food you've got, just yeah, as much as you, you can. Know, I know it's blooming difficult, but the fact that the, the stuff that this food, I say food, it, it's more of a product. I was going to say yeah. something. Yeah. This, what this has actually got in, the fact that whatever it is, Let's just say if it is a meat product, that meat has got growth hormones in, it's got antibacterial, you know, it's it's got so many different things in that that it's going to be passed on to you and you're going yeah. to ingest all this kind of stuff. So it is going to have a huge effect. Hence, it's gonna have... hence there's so many things going on 
I believe with younger girls these days getting the periods. I was just about to ask you that. <laughs> Do you think that's why yeah. younger girls are now yeah. um, having their periods so much younger because of all the all the all the drugs yeah. that yeah. have been put into meats that they are ingesting. I would definitely say that has something to do with it, but mm-hmm. even the even the vegetables that we're eating have, you know, they've been tampered with quite a lot, unfortunately. So I know organic is a lot more expensive, and I'm not saying change all that, but just start looking at what you're mm-hmm. actually putting in your mouth. It's yeah. got a huge effect. Huge. This is so so lovely i mean i've been so my my philosophy around all of this is organic where possible i'm plant-based i don't eat animal products other than eggs i eat organic eggs um, where i can um and i've cut pretty much most processed i have my cheat treat days whatever you want to call them but i know it's it's i'm i'm clean enough now to be able to handle it and i know what to do about that so that's great but to hear this from a hormonal point of view um which is I've I've said this to clients but it doesn't seem to be landing so it's so great to have you on here to just really reinforce that it's like the stuff that's in the products because I can't call it food either it's insane and that's it's changing everything but also we can reverse it by changing our lifestyles and what we put in our bodies and just yeah but having the the sort of the sciencey side of this to back it up is is super important and and such a such a help for people I think so it's amazing and now I've just got a whole new cycle to deal with. (laughs) Mark going back to what you said at the start you know how your mum was diagnosed with lupus Mm -hmm. um and that it potentially could be passed on could I ask you has that been passed on well, I'm 49 now. She was 45 at the time. Um, I can say at this stage, it definitely hasn't. Amazing. That's incredible. And do you feel that, I mean, you don't, I mean, I don't know if you know, but could you say that that's because of your lifestyle and the the choices you've made with your nutrition and, you know, dealing with stress and lifestyle? Would you say that's that's a massive factor as to why it hasn't? Because we all know about the epigenetics and, you know, how, you know, just because it's in our family, we can change that within our... Within mm. our I'd so. say it's definitely had a huge, a huge effect, absolutely. Mm. Because even just, I mean, I did manage to change somewhat of the way that my mum ate and what have you, but... She was under the belief that the NHS NHS was there and that it would help. Yes, I, you know, I've got nothing against the NHS, but unfortunately, I'd like to say the way GPs are trained at a, to a certain extent. And I know myself certain things that inflame the body in regards yeah. to autoimmune conditions that I wouldn't put into my body so I think that has hugely hugely helped wow well I hope you know like the people listening who's possibly you know whose parents have possibly got or had an autoimmune that this this gives a bit of hope for them that you know if they do change their nutrition their lifestyle Mm. they're not 
potentially going to go down the same route as as their parent who yeah. who had it so wow thank you for being the evidence That's yeah it's amazing and it's also empowering because I think that that whole system takes away our natural healing power mm. um and to know that just because our, it's not hereditary that whole that whole thing I think it plays a part but I think it's both mm. it's environment as well and it's what we're what we're surrounding ourselves and what we're putting in our body so actually you can choose a different path mm. and, and hearing things like this shows you that it is possible um and there are ways to do it so I just I think that's amazing really really great and the fact that you've used you're using your journey to empower others to do to help heal themselves it's it's awesome absolutely love it so oh, you're also a pu published author so what's yeah. what's your book I wish I had a copy. Okay, um, it's all right. We'll we'll grab a we'll we'll grab a. Um, we're definitely having you back on here, Matt. Yeah, totally. Lots to talk we'll about. Go, we'll, we'll go into the book on the next episode with you. <laughs> yeah, that would be wonderful. But just let us know what's the title of yeah. the book. It's called True Taste. True, true taste. taste. Okay. Yeah. Literally bringing back the true taste to food. Oh my god. Nice. <laughs> Oh, that sounds absolutely way. amazing. Not Mera, I'm just going to do a little. So I'm, do, and all that. I'm mm. doing a little time check. I know. <laughs> so we're just lucky. Well, I tell so, you what, Barb, we're gonna we're definitely gonna have to have you back on. There's there's so much we more are. about, and I'm but there's something listen back to this and and take some more notes because my notes <laughs> got a bit awol. But um, I think some <laughs> of the notes in there. You've got them all. You got a little chart. <laughs> I've got I've got I've got reams I've got reams of notes. We're just gonna if you're all right to stay for maybe another ten minutes. There's a couple that we do ask some questions and it's it's kind of what we do in so we're rise tribe and we've used the word rise as an anagram. Um, so and we're just gonna ask you if, what a couple of these words mean to you. So, what does rejuvenate mean to you? Oh my word. I know. We're putting you in the spot. Re, I'd say refresh. Like pressing that button. Yeah, absolutely. Refresh. Press the button. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. And we all get to do that, right? Whenever any we time. choose. Yeah. Mm. Love Lovely. it. Okay, so I is inspire. Ooh. Inspire. Bring up. <laughs> Good words, aren't they? <laughs> what inspires me, or? Just what does inspire? What, what, what does it feel? What does it mean? Oh, I don't know why this is just coming to my head. Divine intervention. Oh, lovely. <laughs> no more needs to be said on that one. Yeah, no. Wow. Okay, strengthen. Strengthen. Oh. Power. Um power and empowering and that's so apt because we met an empowered woman didn't we so absolutely we'll bring that one in elaine bonfrey's little baby and finally e for elevates mm, elevate i'd say for elevate mm. That is probably where how I feel this year is going to go. 
we've been <laughs> through such a lot of and I am going to swear, so you might want to. I don't know what. Carry on. No, you're fine. No we swear. Been, we we have been through such a lot of shit over these past few years <laughs> that I feel that the way that the earth is that it's turning, and people like yourselves and myself are now on a path to elevate people to a better place. Beautiful. And that's that's really the whole idea of Rise Tribe, isn't it? You know, like yeah. we rise up to, and we all rise up together. It's it, it sounds really corny, but linking arms and no, let's, it's... let's all rise together. Yeah. And there, right. do you know what, guys? There's more and more of us, and, and I think we're all stepping into confidence with it. And I'm just, I'm so happy, Mark, that you've found your confidence in everything that you do because it's amazing. And that you're sharing this, um, so that confidence on to others. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. True. Remind me of the book name. True. Um, true, true taste. taste. Right. I I need a copy of that myself. But we'll I'll yeah. grab the details. Find it on Amazon. You. I'm guessing. Yeah, we'll find it on Amazon. Or you can find it on the website, which is amazing. A new, a new website, which I just released a couple of exciting. Weeks ago. Oh, congratulations. Um, What's your website, darling? Is that, a, is that a good place for people to find you? Absolutely. MargaretBell.co.uk Nice and easy, MargaretBell.co.uk That will go in the and show also, notes. Margaret, you've got a membership. I have a little bit about Just touch on your membership. We can talk more yeah, about it. Yeah, let us know. Yeah, Let's... yeah. I literally launched this web, uh, membership a uh, couple of weeks ago because I do have one-to-one -one clients uh, that I work within hormonal health um quite deep to be quite honest with you from everything from your perimenopause menopause to pcos endometriosis that kind of thing Brilliant. and i just felt that the membership is there for women to find out more about the hormonal health to cut through the crap that we're told about hormonal health and just give it to them giving to them straight about what is exactly going on what the different hormones are there for yes it does hone in on the sex hormones but there's so many different hormones that affect those so understanding more about those really really helps and then how they can manage their hormonal health themselves so good so good and that's accessible through your website it is yeah yeah amazing we'll we'll get all of that in the notes lovely and um we've got to have it we're going to have to have another one because i need to read the book and then we can talk about that as well 100%. No yeah oh no i'm also in the uk this summer and kirsty and i are going to be putting on a rise tribe festival please come please come I will, definitely come and chat come and, <laughs> come and do yeah, workshops it's all about yeah it's all about collaboration and and just bringing like-minded people together and, and you're definitely yeah we're definitely like-minded it's so, so yeah it's lovely super exciting. So exciting oh margaret thank you thank you mm. thank you so much for for coming here and and sharing your story so openly and so vulnerably i, I just think there's so many people listening will be able to see themselves somewhere in that in your in your story so thank you darling and Thank you for answering our question. <laughs>
put me on the spot. <laughs> I'm <laughs> wonderful. You definitely Rose. know your stuff, Margaret. You definitely know your stuff. So um, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I just want to say, like, thank you for telling it straight because I mm -hmm. think that's really lacking. Yeah. And yeah. and to have someone like yourself tell it how it is, but in a really soft, calm approach. I think it's going to be very accessible to to everyone. So thank you so much. It's I don't think so I'll have spend this time Marvel with you. Characters the same again. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> just such a great. You know, it's Wonder Woman, Captain America. Poison Ivy. Wonder Woman suit now. <laughs> yeah. I'm like Ian. I'm Poison Ivy today. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> That it's so great for men to get this information and then if, if yeah, women can start absolutely. living in these in these lovely cycles i want to get on to also like what we do when the period stops and and how we navigate that but we're going to have to do that in the next one no problem yeah no problem okay oh my awesome. thank you so much and thank you to everybody for listening and please get in touch with margaret through a website mm -hmm through social media we'll put all the links in the show notes yeah. or some will <laughs> and um thank you thank you margaret that's just awesome yeah. absolute awesome thank conversation you. so right have a great evening day morning wherever you are in the world thank you for listening sam do you want last last words just thanks so much for being here um so much fun as always i love what we do cursed it's awesome I know. <laughs> and um yeah, we'll see you in the next one and we're definitely going to have Mark back on. This has been amazing. Thank you so much. Loads of love.